Some of the best stories I've ever heard were told by my grandfather over his dining room table. He loved to tell stories about when he was growing up. He lived on the St. Lawrence River where New York ends and Canada begins, and many of his best stories began with, one day, my kid brother Wendell and I, and then he would relate some ridiculous adventure they'd had. He told us one story that began like this. One day, my kid brother Wendell and I decided to take our new sailboat across the river to Kingston. Gramps was about 12 and Wendell was 10. Sailing across the river to Canada and back would take almost a whole day if the wind held steady. These two boys practically were born on a sailboat, so they felt pretty confident. They packed up some food and drink and set out. But more than halfway across, something went wrong. The mast broke and the sail came crashing down and they were stuck. So they took out the oars from beneath the seats and rowed the boat to the closest land, Wolf Island in Canada. There they found an empty dock and they tied up the boat securely and then they set out on the island to look for someone who could help them. And eventually they found a carpenter who said that he could build a new mast for them. He grabbed his tools and the boys helped him drag a long tree bark still attached back to the dock where the broken sailboat was waiting. The man laid the tree down on the dock next to the boat and he began to work. It took all that day and most of the next. Gramps and my great uncle slowly watched the carpenter turn that tree into a mast. He trimmed off the branches and stripped off the bark and then he used his tools to smooth the wood. Gramps said that he watched that carpenter over and over again as he leaned down, put his eye close to the dock and then looked down the mast. The carpenter would then stand up and use his tools to line up the mast better with a dock foundation underneath. Now, even as a young boy, my gramps knew the importance of having a perfectly straight mast. If it was at all bent or curved or crooked, the stress of that windfield sail could snap the mast, and then they would be stuck again. How, he wondered, did this man know if it was straight, if he was only checking it against the dock to line it up as he worked? Finally, my gramps, 12 years old, could stand it no longer, and he asked, Sir, how will you be sure that the mast is straight if you just keep checking it against the dock? The mast could come out crooked. Don't you have some other tool that you could use? He said the carpenter smiled, stood up, wiped his hands on his trousers, put his fists on his hip, looked him directly in the eye, and said, Son, I built the dock. That carpenter trusted that he had built his dock so well that he could confidently use it as an accurate level for a straight mast. And obviously, because I'm here today, you know that the story ended well. The mast was installed straight, and the boys made it back to their home on the other side of the river, where, I well imagine, my great-grandmother Elsie met them with open, relieved arms and then grounded them. But the point is, when we are sure of the trustworthiness of what we are building on, everything else falls into line. A true, solid foundation makes all the difference. This is the first Sunday in our five-week series that we're calling High Yield Investments. 
And today we are setting the foundation upon which everything else builds. If this foundational piece isn't solid, strong, then everything else, it can way too easily fall apart. Those investments you make in yourself and in the world around you are these, spiritual, physical, relational, intellectual, and financial. Now, when we hear the word investing, what immediately springs to mind is that last capital, financial. But ironically, that is the wrong place to start. Where we start is the place that gives us the surest foundation on which to build. Spiritual, the depth of a relationship with God. Our scripture today talks about the importance of investing in yourself spiritually. Several years ago, I was in Boston for a conference, and the folks I was with wanted to go to a presentation given by one of their favorite authors. And I admit, I was not very excited about attending. But we jumped in the car and headed off. And truly, it was not my cup of tea. But then, toward the end of the presentation, the author had placed microphones in the aisles for people to ask her questions. And several people from the audience had taken the microphone to talk about the difficulties in each of their lives. After listening to and commenting upon their statements and questions, the author suddenly said that she just had to say something. You know, she said, all of the problems that you talked about today, and I would guess the problems of every person in the audience, boil down to one thing, your separation from God. I was shocked. But I think she was right on target with that one. At our foundation, it all comes down to this, our separation from God. When we are not connected with God, everything else in our lives can seem out of whack. When our relationship with God is healthy and growing, everything else is put in the right perspective. Investing in your spiritual growth is the single most important investment you can make in your life. Why do I feel so strongly about it? not just because I'm a pastor. Well, why does it matter? Our English word economics is devised from the Greek oikos, house or household, and nomos, law or management. Oikonomos, the management of a household. In our scripture today, Jesus told a story about two very different builders. One person built their house, their oikos, on sand, the other on solid rock. And when the storms came, you can guess which house was still standing when the wind stopped. Building your house, your oikos, on a solid foundation, it makes all the difference. But Jesus wasn't talking about architecture or geotechnical engineering. The house is obviously a metaphor for us, for you, and for me. Jesus says, anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come, the winds beat against that house and it will collapse with a mighty crash. Now notice that the rain comes, the floods rise, the winds beat on both houses, but the house built on a solid foundation makes it through. And what is that solid foundation? 1 Peter 2 verses 4 and 5 say this, Come to him, a living stone, though rejected by mortals, yet chosen and precious in God's sight. And like living stones, let yourself be built into a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, and offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus. 
come to him and become a living stone, to be built into a spiritual house, an oikos. It is a beautiful metaphor, the people of God being built into a spiritual house. And it's how, in many ways, we think about our church, the building of this church, its sanctuary, the chapel, Founders Hall, school, education rooms. All of that took an incredible investment of finances, energy, creativity, and effort. And it took years to complete. It was designed to be a spiritual house. And it is a blessing to have such a wonderful facility where so many people have come to experience God's love. But that is not actually what this phrase means, spiritual house. Oikos means a house, a material building, but it also means a household, lineage, nation. It is the people of the house. It means the family of faith. When you invest in yourself spiritually, you are building your spiritual house upon the solid rock of God's love. When we invest in each other spiritually, we are building our spiritual house upon the rock. So here's the thing. I believe in what God is doing here in this family of faith. I believe that God is moving here, building something truly special, amazing, something that can transform our community, bringing healing to people's lives, calling people into life-giving relationship with a God who loves them. And because I believe in that, I want to invest in you. And so I purchased a subscription to Amplify Media. It's a Netflix-style library of videos, studies, meditations, classes, thousands of resources available to you for free anytime you want. And beginning today, if you go to our church website, you can access this resource. Just go to welovecoralgables.org amplify and follow the instructions. And I pray that you will do this. This is a free gift to you from me because I believe in what God is doing here at First Coral Gables, because I believe in what God is doing in you. And I believe that God has something amazing in store for us all. So be bold. Dive in, strengthen that foundation in your life, invest deeply in yourself spiritually because it is by far the best investment you will ever make in your life. Jesus told a story about two very different builders. One person built their house on sand and the other on solid rock. When the storms came, you can guess which house was still standing. Invest in yourself spiritually. I can't wait to see what God will do with that investment. May God bless you this day and always. Amen. Amen.